Our next reading of Scripture is going to come from 1 Corinthians. We're reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, be reading verses 3 through 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 9. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace God has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you're not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you may be blameless on that day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When I was in the Delta, one of my members used to always pick with me that the only thing Methodist preachers like to quote more than the Bible was Louis Grizzard. Now, some of you remember Louis Grizzard. He was a Southern uh, humorist and columnist. There used to be these things called newspapers that were sent to your house that you would read. Louis Grizzard was part of the newspaper. So. But, and I don't know that we love to quote him as much as we love to quote the Bible, but I have quoted a lot of Louis Grizzard in my life. However, as things have changed, things have become more modern with the old quote, nothing's the same except change. As preachers have become more modern now, there's something that I quote more, and most of my friends do more than Louis Grizzard. Uh, some of you may be familiar with the movie The Shawshank Redemption. The Shawshank Redemption is probably the most universally beloved movie by Methodist preachers. Now, it's more modern than newspapers because it came out in 1994, almost 30 years ago. So time flies, you're having fun. But um, I don't know a single preacher in the world who does not love Shawshank Redemption. I, I think I own a VCR tape of Shawshank Redemption. Like, it is, it is one of my absolute favorite movies. If you've not seen it, just turn your TV on to TNT, and it will come on at some point in the next week because it's always on cable. I just love it. It's a great movie. And it's a movie that deals with what we've been talking about this morning, and that's hope. Because this movie deals with two major characters. You have Andy and you have Red. They're good friends in prison. And Andy was convicted of a crime he didn't commit. And Andy comes into Shawshank Prison a little bit different than the rest of the inmates. A little bit, he has something that the rest of them don't have. And that's hope. And you see Andy expressing that hope in so many ways in the prison. And one of the ways that Andy can have hope is that he tends to see beauty all over prison. One of the great scenes in there is at one point he, he gets into the warden's office and plays this beautiful opera over the loudspeakers. And there's this beautiful scene of all the prisoners in their drudgery looking up and listening to this beautiful music playing across there. And he, of course, he gets thrown into solitary for 30 days because of it. And his friends are picking with him afterwards. And he said, it was easy because I had the music with me. They're like, they let you take the record player into the solitary? He said, no, no, no. I had it in here, and I had it in here. In spite of the drudgery of prison, he never lost hope, and that hope drove him. So then you contrast that with Red, the other major character. Red, who'd been in prison for a long time, 
And Red had lost hope because all he saw was the prison life in front of him. And at one point, Andy's talking about hope, and he has this great quote where he says, hope is a good thing, maybe the best of all things, and no good thing ever dies. And Red says, that's crazy talk. Talk like that will drive a man crazy. Red had resisted hope, and he, in fact, he had hardened his heart to hope because he was simply living in the everyday reality of the prison that he was in, and he did not have hope. So the more I've watched the movie, the more I've come to understand the redemption in Shawshank, spoiler, is the redemption of Red. Because the movie ends with Red sneaking, sneaking out of the country and going to Mexico where Andy was. And the movie ends with this little monologue from Red where he says, I hope the Pacific is as blue as it's always been in my dreams. I hope to see my friend again. And the last words of the movie are, I hope. So you see Red go from a man who the thought of hope made him angry because it would make a man crazy to the movie ending with Red's last words literally being, I hope. Hope is a powerful thing. I, I preached on hope a few weeks back. I don't know if you remember. But it was kind of based off something my wife said in Sunday school one Sunday a few weeks back where she talked about the difference between optimism and hope. Optimism is based on circumstance. I'm not an optimistic person. I mean, I'm actually pessimistic. I expect things to go wrong. Like, I just do. My nature is quite pessimistic. And I always expect whatever to go wrong can go wrong. That's just how I'm wired. I'm, I'm, not, I'm pessimistic. When I tell folks that, they're surprised. Because I'm pessimistic, but always have hope. Things may go wrong, but Jesus still has it. And it's going to be okay. Because optimism is based on circumstance. Hope is based on a person. And that person is Jesus Christ. So we can always have hope no matter how the circumstance may look or no matter how things may seem. We can always have hope because we always have Jesus. So this season of Advent, we're going to talk each week about one of these themes. Hope, peace, love, joy. We're going to talk about these concepts, but what we're going to talk about is that these concepts are not merely just concepts, but these concepts are things that are found in the personhood of Jesus. That Jesus Christ is our hope. That Jesus Christ is our peace, is our love, is our joy. And that we are drawn deeper into hope because we have Jesus. Look what the text says today. Look at what it says. It says, this is verse 6. Just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, that you're not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, he will also strengthen you to the end that you may be blameless. God is faithful. By him you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ. The hope is this, is that we are called into fellowship with Jesus Christ. Hope abounds because Christ is always there. Hope abounds because Jesus is always there. Hope abounds because Jesus is always calling us deeper and closer to him. Hope abounds because we can find Christ in all places if we will look. But like our 
excited children this morning. Sometimes we have to play I spy and look for Jesus because what happens is that we are trained and we are formed to look for our hope in our circumstance instead of the other way around because when we find our hope in Jesus and we know that Jesus is our hope, we find beauty and we find hope everywhere because it's not based in circumstance. It's based in Jesus. And we understand that, we find hope in all places. What do I mean by that? I love my wife deeply. Outside of my love of my Savior, her, my love for her is the greatest love that I have in my life. I love her, and I don't want to go to Walmart for her. Because Walmart's awful. And I'm not that holy, y'all. I've got Jesus in me, but I don't think I've got that much Jesus in me. You heard Leslie talk about what did we get to do with birthday gift this morning, didn't you? How we get the honor and the privilege of shopping for these children who, if it weren't for us, may not have a Christmas. When we live lives of such abundance and when many of us may have more in our stockings these children will have un- these children will have under their tree. So when we take a birthday gift family, we shop for it. You know what we're becoming for that family that may not have it otherwise? We are becoming hope. When we live out the hope of Jesus in other, in, throughout all of our lives, we, through his grace, become that means of hope for someone else. So when you are faithfully serving your neighbor, when you're faithful in these things, That becomes a means of grace to you. And then through God's grace, you become a means of grace to someone else. So yes, through Christ, even going to Walmart can be a hopeful experience because we're finding our grounding in Jesus, not in the circumstance. And when we do that, we can, through God's grace, become a source of hope for someone else. See, if we're not careful, we'll be like red and Shawshank. And we'll find our hope in circumstance. So, you know, I have hope because one day I'll get to retire. Or one day I'll get to move to the zip code I want to move to. Or I have hope because one day my kids will get into the right college or make the right grade on the test. I have hope. Because one day I'll get that promotion, or I'll get that raise, or I'll get that. I have hope because I'm hoping for these things. These things are my hope. These things of earth, which, by the way, let me, let me be clear, friends. These things are not bad. All of those things are not bad. In fact, they're all good. But what happens every time in life we get the brass ring? We accomplish the goal. We achieve the purpose where we always ask. Is that it? I've got it. What's next? Is that it? We find these things don't really give us the hope that we want because what happens is these things, as great as they are, 
They can't fulfill us. They can't give us peace. And so what happens is they quench our hope, y'all. If our hope is based upon things that are circumstantial, if our hope is based upon things that are earthly, we're going to find that will never satisfy because it's never as good as we think that it is. Think about this in your life. How often do you look back at your life and say, you know what? If I had made this choice instead of that choice, my life would have been so much different and my life would have been so much better. You thought that, I have. And so when we replay our choices in our minds, the other choice that we would have made always turns out perfect, doesn't it? Let me ask you a question. When in life has it been perfect? What road have you ever walked was free of potholes and free of struggles and free of pain? Guess what? That other choice you could have, been, you could have made was just as complicated as the path that you're on. Looking backwards and saying, oh, if I'd done this, life would be perfect. That's, that's a trick of the devil. He wants you to do that so that you're living in regret, not in hope. And likewise, looking ahead, saying, golly, when I get this, then I'll have hope, then I'll have peace, then I'll have it. And through God's grace, if we get that, that's all there is to it. When we find our hope in the stuff of this world, that's what Red did in Shawshank. And as he said, that'll make a man crazy because it'll never measure up. It'll never measure up, y'all. These things are good. They are good. But they're not Jesus. They're not Jesus. And if our hope is grounded in those things, we will never find ourselves fully alive. But if our hope is in Jesus, <laughs> oh, if, we, oh, if our hope's in Jesus, oh, if our hope's in Jesus, then we've got all we need. If our hope is in Jesus, it doesn't matter the circumstance. If our hope is in Jesus, it doesn't matter the struggle. If our hope is in Jesus, it doesn't matter our, the pain. If our hope is in Jesus, it doesn't matter the struggle. Because we have Jesus, y'all. And if we are living out what Paul says in Corinthians, being drawn into fellowship with him daily and repeatedly and over and over, if we find ourselves radically in love with our Savior and we find his love shed abroad in our heart, we find that in Jesus we have all the hope we need because it is not tied to circumstance and it is not tied to the earth and it is not tied to someone else's performance. And friends, it isn't even tied to our performance. But it's found completely and totally wrapped up in the person of Jesus Christ. He is our hope. And those who hope in him never Hope in vain. Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever does. We have Jesus, y'all. We have hope.
May we live as hopeful followers of our Savior. Let us pray.